baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. It is 4.08. So glad to have you with us here on Drive Time with DeRussia the day before the storm. Are we going to be stupid tonight and go, like, buy your bottled water and all the... Don't go to Costco tonight. It's going to be an absolute train wreck of amateur hour. Just stay home tomorrow. It's going to be fine. Should I come to work tomorrow, Dan Cook? Or should I... You better come to work tomorrow. Why? Why? Because I don't want to be here by myself. (laughs) I, I have to be concerned about your needs. When did I mean, this you could. Start? When did this? It's not start? unheard of. It's, it's not my core competency. <laughs> we'll see how it is tomorrow. You know, so these things always. I don't know. I think we've all been burned by one too many snow forecasts. That turns out to be nothing. That I'm not. I'm not on freakout mode yet. I'll let you know when it's time to be on official freakout mode. But I think it's going to be fine. I can tell you the restaurant owners in Minneapolis and St. Paul certainly hope that you don't freak out and you come out to those reservations and come out to eat over the next couple of days uh, for sure as the weather turns a little colder. 409, it is Thursday. It is time for Derusha Eats. And Derusha Eats is brought to you by the Minnesota Pork Board and by Liquor Boy. Our guest today own a couple of wonderful taco restaurants here in the Twin Cities. They're in expansion mode, uh, and seeing their success makes me extremely happy because they're incredibly nice people. And the food is really a love story to Chef Alejandro Victoria's uh, native uh, Mexico. And Alex Victoria is with us today, uh, along with his wife, Jenna. Uh, Both of them who run Nico's, and they brought along their uh, director of Agave, which is a very fancy way to say the guy in charge of the tequila, Chris Thompson. Thank you guys all for coming in today. We appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for having us. Yes, thank you. Uh, Jenna, who's more nervous uh, about doing a radio interview, you or Alex? Oh, my goodness. Uh, It's me, actually. It's Chris. (laughs) It's always the bartender. I talk to people all the time, and now I got to talk to a bunch of people at once. Yeah, and the silence is deafening, right? (laughs) Jenna was born an entertainer. Oh, my gosh. So it's really not her because she's danced all her life. And she actually was a Timberwolf dancer. Uh, for some you time, were she was. You, uh, many, many years. <laughs> but uh, but no, it's funny. Alejandro, Alex here will will claim to be an introvert at times, but I I don't understand that because he definitely loves to talk. And and I don't know what you think, Derusha, but I, in your meetings with him, he's you know quite chatty. So we I did, always, we it did a, surprises me when he says that. We did a well. Sometimes people who like to talk about what they're passionate about would prefer to not talk about anything else. You know, it would be introverted in other ways. Well, the, the reason I enjoy the restaurant business is because with the tequila, I open up. You know, and <laughs> at home with like just water, it's not that easy. 
I want you guys to tell your your story and how Nico's Tacos came to be. But before that, I I, I just have to ask you about the incredible success of the absolutely crazily Christmas decorated uh, experience that you guys put on in December. You ended up right smack in the middle of a bit of a frenzy this this winter in people wanting to go out and just be in a place where Christmas had sort of thrown up all over the place. And your location in Uptown was just perfect for that. Who Whose idea was this? Well, you know, last year, um, our nephew Sid, who's a business partner, uh, mentioned that he, he likes uh, that kind of uh, upbeat uh, business, you know, and he's, he's seen stuff like that before. But he mentioned it a little bit late in the year. So this year he brought it up again early enough. And, you know, we liked the idea last year. And, of course, when he reminded us this year, uh, we were all for it. You know, we're like, let's do it. And if we're going to do it, we're going to go all the way. Your uh, restaurant on uh, Lindale. Uh, or on Hennepin. I'm <laughs> sorry. Okay. I moved it. You're on <laughs> Hennepin. Uh, your restaurant on Hennepin is a house. It's an old house. And so... When I was there, we went with my whole family uh, at, right after Christmas. Mm-hmm. And they were looking at all this decoration saying, my goodness, who's going to take all this down? Like it was such – there's so much stuff. Is it is it down? It is down as of yesterday. So – and it actually came down quite fast compared to going, going up. up. So it was not nearly the task we thought it was. So that was nice, But it took but... The, the whole army. Yeah. It to was crazy to Did do. you buy all this stuff or did you find it? Did you have it in people's houses? or you, Because you had lights <laughs> and wrapping and garland and everything all over the place. Both. So mm. we literally – so our other nephew, Andres, I kind of put out the word, hey, guys, like – Bring what you got. This is the plan, you know. So we did have a few people bring some things. Um, my sister and Alex's brother, um, who are married, ironically. Oh, really? Um, <laughs> yes, they live in Rochester. And they had all these. Is that um, legal? I think it's legal. <laughs> in Rochester, people, it's legal for sure. Oh, yeah. Right. Just, That's fine. Yeah, not, maybe not here. How funny. Um, did did yeah. they meet because of you two? They met first. They're older. I, they I introduced so. her sister to my brother. And then he paid me the favor, or she she paid her. His, <laughs> oh my god! My sister in law paid me the favor back. Yeah, that's so cool. many years later. But um, yeah, so they own restaurants in Rochester, and they had all of these like fabulous decorations because they really kind of do their restaurants up. And they're like, we've got all this stuff that we're not using anymore. Sent it up with Andres, and so we had all of that, which really helped. And then I would say a couple trick trips to just cool places around the city is that we could find some stuff. A lot of it came from my house and other houses of, you know, owners and managers. Uh, and we just went crazy. When, when the yeah. whole crew was done putting what we started with up, Jenna didn't stop for 10 days. Yeah. All day. Yeah. <laughs> putting yeah. more up. I was more perfected. and more and more. Yeah. I, I, I literally couldn't stop. Why, why uh, do you so. Why do you think people responded so much to it? Your business <laughs> must have gone up tremendously because of it. It was, uh, it was, yeah, it was a great, uh, great pop-up. Uh, it, it blew us away, I think. Um, 
we didn't expect. I don't think. I don't think that. any of us expected what happened. Yeah, and so to, it, yeah. it was phenomenal. It, it's hard because you know it's quirky space. You know the space. Yeah. Our kitchen is small. It's hard to do things there. It's hard to to work there. It's hard to to not have a patio and do those kind of numbers. Um, but it was phenomenal. It brought a lot of people there that had never been there and had and were from suburbs. And oh my gosh. I, this place is great. I, I can't believe we've never been here. You know, we we don't come to Minneapolis much or, sure. you know. Giving so. people a reason to come to Minneapolis and to come yeah. uh, specifically to Uptown with you and Red Cow both doing that right next to each other. Yes. I just think it was tremendous to remind people, like, it's fun. It's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fun. And I think that that helped us kind of having – as soon as we found out they were doing it too, it was like, okay, like this is actually a really good thing because people – you know, it'll bring people. They to would the go to Red Cow, and they would then come to us after they fit, they would. Or come vice and say, versa. Yeah, we were just like... at Red Cow. <laughs> Can we get a table? It's like, well, you were just at Red Cow. And they're like, yeah, but we need some more. We need some more. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty fun. So. Uh, that is Alex Victoria, Jenna Victoria, uh, from Nico's Tacos. You guys have uh, a location in St. Paul, and the location on Hennepin. But mm-hmm. you're in growth mode. There's another one coming, right? There is. Uh, we are opening on 50th and Penn in uh, southwest Minneapolis, so technically the Fulton neighborhood close to Linden Hills, Lyndhurst. Alex, how do you describe kind of, you know, people in Minnesota have a mental image maybe of what Mexican food is. How do you describe what makes your food uh, maybe different? Uh, well, you know, when we got into the Mexican food or the industry of Mexican restaurants, the my, or, or my motivation was heritage. So when I go to Mexican restaurants, um, even sometimes owned by, by, by Mexican people, I didn't see the heritage. A lot of times they tried to cater to the American menu and or to the American people. And I thought, okay, well, it's supposed to be a Mexican restaurant. And I'm not seeing uh, the stuff that I see at home when I come see my mom. And so the more... That I, that I saw that, the more it motivated me to bring the real authenticity. And again, it's just, it's heritage. It starts uh, with the tortilla. The way you treat the tortilla is different from, I mean, there's n- nothing wrong with the uh, regular tortilla that you get at other places. But I do think there's something special about the way you guys make tortillas. Yeah, so uh, most most everything that we do is... Um, ancestral, so like all of our, you know, salsas are are on a comal, and we what we do a technique called tatemar, which you take you know the tomatoes and the peppers and you put them on the hot uh, cast iron skillet, and and in the past before that it was clay, but the same thing with um, the tortillas. So originally before the corn was dried and processed in in a, a wet a dry grind. It used to be soaked in limestone, and that would break down the corn. And the grind in the volcanic rocks was a wet grind. And so when you were done grinding, you had the masa immediately so that you could make the tortillas. And that's what we we went back to, our heritage. And it's what my mom used to do. It's what my grandma always did. And if you went back to our ranch in the morning, that was breakfast. It was a tortilla. Uh, from a wet grind and a little bit of salt. And if you were lucky, you got some of the cream from the top of the milk uh, to finish your breakfast. Mm-hmm. 
<clears throat> it's so good. I think once people visit your place, like they'll get it. It tastes tastes so good, and the the connection to uh, your family and uh, your well, your your mom's in Mexico. Did you grow up in Mexico or here? Uh, back and forth. So I um, I grew up. My schooling was in Los Angeles, hmm. uh, downtown Los Angeles. But every time I had school break, my mom didn't want me to get involved in the gangs in uh, the downtown South Central area. So I was shipped uh, to Mexico till I was about 10 years old. I started getting shipped to Wisconsin where I had a brother who had just opened a restaurant. Uh, then I was shipped there, and I, that's where I learned kitchen techniques. Uh, huh. mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, Alejandro and Jenna Victoria are here. Uh, we also are going to talk about the importance of agave and tequila and margaritas and how that all fits in. We'll do that with Chris in just a minute uh, after this break. Jerusha Eats, Nico's Tacos is the focus today here on Drive Time with Jerusha. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Just talking with the owners and Nikos about the last time uh, I was in there with my in-laws and we brought the whole family there uh, and how nice the service was, which, you know, we know how hard it's, it is to find uh, people who are, you know, it's hard to find labor, right? And so for you guys like that, I, I presume that's a challenge as you get ready to open restaurant number three in the South Minneapolis area, right, Jenna? No, absolutely. It's uh, we've been. I feel like we're at a really good spot right now, a really sweet spot with our staff. We have some phenomenal staff at both our locations, and I know you were just at our uptown location, but they rally. They it's a team effort. Everybody's got each other's back, and it's just been really great. Um, so we are definitely, you know, trying to have that same feel at our new location, and we are bringing on some of the uh, some of the old Tinto staff. You know. Um, whoever kind of wanted to stay on and could kind of see us through the transition. Um, so there are some that are training right oh, now at cool. Como, and they've been, nice. they've been great so far. And um, obviously we'll be bringing in maybe some of our staff from our other locations and doing a little bit of hiring. Yeah. When, when do you think you'll have that restaurant open? We are hoping by February 1st. Yeah. So got to get that. <laughs> got to get that Valentine's Day action. You better be open by them. Right? Definitely. Yeah. The opening date. It seems to be a moving target. right? Now. That's how that yes. goes. Right? Well, Restaurant, and we're used construction to that, right? and whatever. Yeah. Uh, that's Jenna and Alejandro, Alex, Victoria, the owners of Nico's. Chris, Christopher Thompson is the director of Agave for Nico's. Chris, Nico's has such a reputation for the best margaritas in town. Award winning, even award winning. I've been a part of a couple of those awards over the years. You guys, you you know, tequila and all agaves have really had, uh, on the coast, they've been the number one spirits. Uh, And here in Minnesota, are you seeing it? Like, people are much more interested in those? The interest is absolutely skyrocketing, which is super exciting because we've always been a place that has some really exciting products and exciting spirits and agave-based cocktails that we always thought were interesting, but it was an intimidating category for people. 
It's like yeah. trying to tell somebody to drink a glass of scotch for the first time. They might <clears throat> you know, yes. struggle just a little bit just because it's it's new and it's different for them. Yeah. Um, but the, the interest is there, and we're, we're excited to uh, – to keep growing with that. With the new location, you'll have a little more, maybe a little more room down by Tinto's. The Como spot has a real nice bar, and you have a nice bar uh, in Uptown as well. It's just the layout's a little different. But do you have big plans for for uh, for that spot? Oh, absolutely. I'm, I'm meeting with people every day who, um, or my people down south of the border, trying to find the the good stuff. And, it's uh, tough as it back it's tough as a consumer, right? Because these celebrity tequilas have sort of taken over the category uh, when you go to the liquor store, for example. So, so I'm excited to have a place where you could talk to somebody who really knows. I, some of the celebrity tequilas are are good. They're and they're some fine, are, but you're you're paying for George Clooney's name on your bottle yeah. is the problem. Whereas I I have some really dedicated people and distributors who go down to Mexico and find really exciting things. Um, that don't have to carry Dwayne Johnson's name. Right. We're happy for The Rock, but he doesn't need our money. <laughs> Not anymore. Right. He's fine. He's fine. Alex, when you uh, look ahead to this coming year, like what's, what, what would your ask be of our audience when it comes to like coming, out, coming out to restaurants, especially in the cities? Um, to pay, paying attention, I would say to like or, truth and or, originality, making sure they're getting – what they're expecting, you know, if you if you go to an Irish pub, you know, you expect some Irish eats, and so that's you know that I what I ask is that everybody just make sure they're getting what they're expecting. Yeah, come on, you guys never go to Taco Bell and get a <laughs> once a <Never>. year. <laughs> we gotta have a Taco Bell party. Come on, in the car on the a... way to Green Bay, Wisconsin. <laughs> I mean, and you know, our our kids get uh, they do get. Sick, not sick, I should say, but they do get tired of, you know, sometimes the same, yeah. you know, tacos we cook at home, uh, same at Nico's Tacos. And then it's like, can we get Chipotle? Like, can we just, you know, it's yeah. like this, like, just, just so I can have some, you know, different flair to my But, you know, Taco Bell, Bell does not claim to be the number one taco place yeah. in the nation yeah. or anything right. like that. Right, you Yeah, know? they don't claim to be authentic. <laughs> no, so right, right. Yeah, so yeah, 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 exactly. You guys, this was so great. I hope people will come visit you at uh, all of your locations. Uh, there's Minneapolis uh, open right now at like 25th and Hennepin. Mm-hmm. And then yep. St. Paul uh, right over there on Como Avenue, right kind of on your way if you're driving the State Fair yeah. off of 280 right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and soon coming to South Minneapolis. Thank you guys so much. This was Thank terrific. You. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks uh, for having us. Congresswoman Angie Craig is going to have to follow you up, a U.S. congressperson. <laughs> so she's next right here on <laughs> Drive Time with Teresha. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.